Great afternoon and welcome to DNA of Diversity podcast. I'm Siobhan D. Stewart, your host. First, I want to say thank you so much for being understanding as we took a quick pause in season two. But guys, we're back with new episodes and I hope that they empower you, that they educate you and that I'm able to embrace your vision as you prepare to finish 2021 strong. Guys, thank you so much. This is February. This is the month of love. This is the month of black history. And so I would not be able to continue with this podcast without doing a brief moment in black history. Black history was established back in the early 1920s by Carter G. Woodson. It began as a week celebration called Negro History Week. By 1976, President Gerald Ford had signed into um, legislation to recognize black history in a full month. So the month of February has been designated to celebrate and remember the accomplishments of all African-Americans and the role that they played in United States history. Also, I wanted to share with you Norma Merritt Slarick, from 19, born in 1926 and died in 2012, has been called the Rosa Parks of architecture. In 1959, she became the first African-American woman of the American Institute of Architects, and she was also the first black woman licensed as an architect in California. By 1984, Slarick co-founded the then largest woman-owned firm, Siegel, Sclerit, and Diamond. Noted works are the California Mart, Terminal 1 of LAX, Fox Plaza, and the Pacific Design Center. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Guys, here's another Black History moment for you. Georgia's most famous writer before there was an Alice Walker was Georgia Douglas Johnson of Atlanta, Georgia, 1890 to 1996. She was an educator, a Harlem Renaissance poet, a feminist writer, a playwright, new Negro movement leader, the first black woman poet to garner national attention since Frances Ellen Watkins Harper. She's best known and most widely published African-American woman poet of her time. This is your moment in black history. Guys, our theme for today is love in action. And so I'm going to begin with asking you this question because I believe questions make you think, make you analyze and make you assess your current situation. So my question to you is, are you a love in action leader? Love is just not a word we just lose, use loosely. A lot of people do. But love is a very, very key word. Love covers any and everything we can experience. But love is not only a word to use, but word is also an action. So you need to put some action behind your word for love. So ironically, when I began my research, I found an article from the Harvard Harvard Business Review that asked a question, said, can you really power an organization with love? And I thought to myself, yes, you can. Because when you as a leader understand the power of love, because within an organization, I'm not telling you to run around to tell everybody there you love. 
the action that you show will show the people that you love and that you care. So, yes, I believe an organization can be powered by love. So what is a love and action leader from an organization perspective? A leader who's humble. A leader who's forthright. When you're forthright, you're straightforward, you're honest. You don't beat around the bush. You don't sugarcoat. But when you tell it how it is, you tell it with love. And that's how people are able to receive it. A love and action leader is an encourager. They believe in helping others learn and grow so they can succeed. A love and action leader provides feedback. How do you have a team and you never provide the feedback so that they can improve? It's the same with the educator. A teacher grades your paper, a teacher grades your math test, you do something wrong, they should pick up your errors and should be able to sit down with you and provide you the necessary feedback for you to do better the next time around. A love and action leader is a motivator. You motivate others to do greater works. So when you motivate and you're encouraging that person, that improves their job satisfaction. Hopefully it improves the job performance because in the end, the icing on the cake with any business owner is profitability. So when you do those things, it increases the profitability of your organization and the sustainability of your organization as well. It keeps your team there. It prevents you from having high levels of turnover because some industries struggle with keeping employees. So that means you have to take a look at your leadership. How are you training your people? How are you being the example within your organization? A love and action leader is a servant leader. Servant leaders put the needs and desires and wants of others ahead of theirs. They lead through conversations. That's what a love and action leader does. A love and action leader believes in being alongside their people. So you get with the team. You don't separate yourself from the team or you don't just delegate and give them things to do. And then you micromanage. No, you work alongside your team. Whatever they're doing as a leader, you should be able to step in and be the and work along with them and be a follower as well and do the same job. As well, when you think of yourself as a servant leader, I think about people who are in mission organizations. Yeah, you have a leader of a missions organization, but somewhere in there, that leader may pack up a toiletry bag because you're getting ready to get all these toiletry bags together to ship off to give out to the communities. But as a leader, you can step right in, work alongside your people and put the same items in the bag. It's like you're not above the job that needs to be done. When you are a leader that is an inspiration, you have the ability to uh, stimulate the minds of your people to be innovative, to be creative, because that's what you need in your organization. You need that innovation. You need that creativity. So you become that inspiration that they need and you pour it back into them so that they can do the same thing if not greater that's what being a love and action leader is a love and action leader is genuine they genuinely care about the others they care about why we're here on the earth and they are a source of our happiness 
A leader has the ability to shift the atmosphere in their organization. You're either going to shift it negatively or positively. And it's about the words that you use. It's about the attitude that you carry. It's about setting that example. I'm always, people talk to me, I'm telling you, I can come up with an encouraging word in an instant. Yes, we may have a negative thought process, but I'm going to flip it around to a positive. Because when you keep the organization and the environment in a positive state, that negative can't stand to be there. It's going to flee. It's going to run away. So, but it's determined by you as a leader. And when you are truly a love and action leader and you're operating in love, you will have the control. Negativity can't have control over your organization. And that's very, very, very important. You want your organization to be an organization where people can thrive. You want an organization that when your people are thriving and if you're serving customers, the customers can thrive because they're going to benefit because the team is operating in positivity. And that is the key for a love and action leader. So I'm going to go back to the question and ask you it again. Are you a love and action leader? This is a time for you to do some self-examination, some self-evaluations, have some self-awareness. Because even if you don't have a team yet, you should always be preparing for a team. I've always thought in my mind when I wanted to start a business, even when I wanted a hair salon, I always knew I wanted to be able to employ people because I understood that if I could provide a job, that's somebody else who can take care of their family. So then I took it a step forward. Not only do I want to employ individuals, but I want to help individuals grow because whoever works for you necessarily may not necessarily be there for the long period of time. They're there for a season. So what can I do to prepare you to step out into your true destiny? That's my thought process as a leader. So I ask myself, am I a love and action leader? Yes, I believe I truly am. Can my organization be powered by love? Yes, it truly can. And so that's where you have to ask yourself these questions about your organization. And finally, it's very, very important to understand this. Even in relationships, love is not the butterflies that come on your stomach. That's just a feeling because you see somebody that you really like. It applies here in the office, in the organization. Love is not about the butterflies in your stomach. (laughs) It's not about, oh, the beautiful rainbow. Yes, rainbows are beautiful. But love is an expression. And when it's at work, it's truly an expression because Being in the workplace can be tough. It can be challenging. Why? Because anytime you bring people together, you're going to have different attitudes. You're going to have different uh, people, different from cultural backgrounds, differences. You're going to have all these different dynamics within your organization. So that's where the expression of love at work can be tough and challenging because love has to be able to be comfortable when there's conflict. People bring conflict. Issues happen outside factors can cause conflict. A disgruntled customer can cause conflict. But a love and action leader will be able to operate in love as well as be firm when having to deal with conflict and dealing with difficult conversations. 
it could be simple conversations. For instance, you have an employee. This employee is a always, I mean, always late, habitual. And you have set the standard and you have said this is the way it needs to go. But this person just continues to want to defy the odds. You got to be able to handle that. You've got to be able to sit this person down. You've got to be able to write that, you know, write them up to make sure you have your um, your HR file on them. You're going to have to sit them down to be able to say those who are half doing their jobs. You're going to have to be able to have that conversation with them, but do it in love and, you know, to hold them accountable because you're, you don't want people to walk all over you. You don't want people to just do anything within your organization. You have to set the standard of what's going to occur and what you're going to stand for and what you're going to allow, but you can do it with an expression of love. So love is very key. Love can power an organization. Love is needed in the organizations and leaders have to be love and action leaders. It's very, very important. And we're living in a day and time where that love is very, very important and key to the success of the organization. And I want to close with this. Other qualities of a love and action leader is person of compassion, humility, respect, kindness, integrity, and honesty. And if you want to see change, you have to be the change you want to see in others. And you do so by operating in love. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope this noonday empowerment has got your creative juices flowing, you're thinking, you're thinking about yourself as a leader, because that's very important to me. And this podcast for you to begin to just think of yourself as a leader. Yes, my company's name is DNA of Diversity. Yes, I believe love is very, very important, even with dealing with diversity. And when we want a diverse culture within our organization is very, very important. And so I just want to encourage you to really, really evaluate yourself as a leader and ask yourself, can your organization be powered by love? Remember, DNA of Diversity is a global leadership consultancy. DNA of Diversity is founded on biblical principles that we believe are good business. We facilitate interaction among upper and middle management, reducing prejudice and discrimination while teaching leaders and potential leaders how to effectively and competently work together. DNA of Diversity will help you create a culture where people thrive. If you are interested in getting coaching or providing training and development within your organization, I encourage you to contact us at hello at dnaofdiversity.com. Some of our upcoming events. Our next Putting Action to Your Purpose webinar is May 1st, 2021 at 10 a.m. If you're interested, please reach out to us at hello at dnaofdiversity.com. Also, you can follow us on all social media platforms at DNA of Diversity. Check out my next World Changer Empowering Female Leaders on She Is Still Dope Network on February 24th at 9 a.m. You can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. We're going to have an awesome, awesome guest that day. I enjoy hosting my show every week, and I just want you guys to be involved so you can continue to be empowered. Also, our next episode 
episode four will be on February 24th at 12 noon. Be sure you tell your friends to go out to Spotify to download DNA of Diversity. Enjoy the rest of your week.